Hello and welcome to the Red Movement Podcast, Episode 3, Season 1. The 2002 Beijing Games officially launched on February 4th and ended February 20th of the same year. However, it happened against a backdrop of human rights violations, fear, crimes against humanity that have just been growing by the Chinese government against its own residents and visitors. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the intersection of the Olympics and human rights. Part of the reason the Red Movement was created was to help people see the connection of human rights and many aspects of everyday life, from the food we eat to the clothes we wear, and even the events we watch and support. And the Olympics is unfortunately on the top of that list. In the book, The Red Movement, I have a whole chapter on human rights problems that have plagued the Olympics, starting with how the International Olympic Committee picks host cities. The process of picking a host city begins almost 10 years before the opening ceremonies are ever unveiled. The process can take up to three years itself. The sustainability and legacy of each potential Olympic host city is examined for the coveted games. A long detailed description reveals the extensive and time consuming process for becoming an Olympic host city. But nowhere in that process are human rights ever mentioned. They in fact seem to be an afterthought in an activity that takes officials around the world with the purpose of choosing the best city for the historic games. Yet some of the International Olympic Committee's selections for host cities have been controversial at best and scandalous at worst. Nowhere was this more widely evident than the Beijing 2022 Olympic Games. Human rights groups believe China has detained anywhere from 1 million to 2 million Uyghur, Kazakh, and Uzbek Muslims in what the state calls re-education camps and has sentenced hundreds of thousands to prison terms. There's also evidence that the Uyghurs are being used as forced labor and the women are being raped and tortured. The Uyghurs are a Turkish-speaking minority group in China. The government has placed Uyghur Chinese in camps while forcibly mass-sterilizing the Uyghur women to suppress the population. There's also been the separation of children from their family while attempting to break the cultural traditions. The Uyghur Chinese are the Muslim minorities, and they've called these re-education camps when really they're camps that violate basic human rights of Chinese citizens. Imprisonment, detention, and disappearance of Chinese human rights activists, lawyers, and journalists trying to tell their story has also added to the growing problem. One of the main ways that the International Olympic Committee justified its decision to award Beijing the 2022 Games was by claiming that the human rights would be improved in China. Sadly, the opposite happened.
Several countries, including the U.S., Canada, and Netherlands, have accused China of committing genocide against the Uyghur Chinese, defined by international convention as the intent to destroy in whole or part a national, ethnic, racial, or religious group. The leading human rights groups Amnesty and Human Rights Watch have published reports accusing Chinese of crimes against humanity. China denies all allegations of human rights abuses, claiming it's a system of, and I quote, re-education. But the camps are there to combat separatism and Islamic militants in the region. That is what the Chinese government has claimed. Yet during the Olympics, it became clear that no one was really safe. It didn't matter who you were. Athletes, coaches, and the media were followed and tracked everywhere they went by being photographed and digitally checked in, in and out. They couldn't even venture to buy food without being surveillanced. One journalist was threatened with arrest for trying to leave his hotel and inquire how COVID had been for the normal Chinese citizen. Police vehicles with multitude of cameras and screens were positioned to count visitors coming in and out of hotels. Luke de Pulford, a human rights campaigner who coordinated the Interparliamentary Alliance on China, said it was a catastrophic failure for China. Writing in the Telegraph, he said, It's difficult to overstate just how bad the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics have been. So bad, in fact, that the hashtag Olympic flop is giving hashtag genocide games a run for its money. This isn't exactly the PR China had in mind. Suffice to say, this hasn't been the propaganda victory Beijing was hoping for. The ultimate question is... Will the International Olympic Committee continue to make the same mistake by ignoring the human rights record of a country when picking a host country for the Olympics? It seems as if history has continued to repeat itself over and over again without any understanding or insight on how these games can be used to truly bring people together and show the world the best of humanity and not the worst of it. In the next podcast, we will continue to talk about how human rights issues touch various aspects of life and how we as consumers can make a change by living with integrity and supporting products, companies, and events that promote a better world. I hope you join us. Thank you.